Welcome to Nutrition Bits and Bites podcast. On each episode of Nutrition Bits and Bites, we're sharing a topic from the intriguing world of nutrition. I'm Annie Fredrickson, a dietetic intern at the University of St. Joseph, and I'll be your guest host for today's episode. Today's topic is all about micronutrients, what they are, good sources of them, consequences of low levels, so on and so forth. To begin, we're going to go over a general background of what micronutrients are. Micronutrients are the vitamins and minerals that our body needs to function on a cellular level. They are vital to healthy cell development, disease prevention, general well-being, and many other things. They help with energy production, immune function, clotting, growth, bone health, and fluid balance. They're important for the maintenance of homeostasis in our body, which is when our body is in a state of equilibrium and steadiness. So to break down micronutrients into two large categories, there are vitamins and there are minerals. There are also two subcategories of one, essential and non-essential, and two, fat-soluble and water-soluble. Essential means they cannot be synthesized by the human body, so they must be consumed in our food. Non-essential can be synthesized by our human body, so they do not need to be obtained directly from the food. Some of the examples of those include vitamin D and vitamin K. They are non-essential and unique in the fact that they can be synthesized for the body to use without foods from your diet. Vitamin D can come from sunlight and vitamin K can be derived from bacteria in your gut. So think about these nutrients like it isn't essential that I buy food for these micronutrients, aka they're non-essential. The next category is water and fat soluble. Water-soluble vitamins are those that are dissolved in water and readily absorbed into tissues for immediate use. Since they are used immediately, they are not stored in our diet and need to be consumed regularly. Water-soluble vitamins are all the B vitamins, niacin, biotin, folic acid, etc., and vitamin C. A fat-soluble vitamin is different because they dissolve in fats and then the excess amounts are stored in your tissues for future use. This can be dangerous if you store up too much and toxicity occurs. There are two categories with minerals, kind of like there were two categories with the vitamins. Here, there are major and trace minerals. Major minerals require daily intake or greater than 100 milligrams or 0.10% of your individual body weight. The major minerals include calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, sodium, potassium, chloride, and sulfur. There are many trace minerals, but we're going to focus on the ones that benefit us directly, such as iron, zinc, copper, etc. Those are the biggest ones. Minerals play a major role in building strong bones and teeth, controlling bodily fluids inside and outside of cells, and participate in the metabolic process of turning the food you eat into energy. But how do you obtain these nutrients? Well, we're going to go over what a food-first mentality is and what foods are rich in the micronutrients that we just discussed. Food-first means you're striving to meet all your micronutrients needs directly through your diet and not utilizing supplements. While supplements are okay when trying to bridge the gap in your diet if you're consistently missing one food group or another, like whole grains or vegetables, the supplement industry is not regulated, and you may not know exactly what is in the supplement you're taking. Supplements only help if you're actually deficient in one area or another. Some good sources of calcium include milk and dairy products, as I'm sure you've heard before, but some you may not have heard of are cashews, broccoli, 
dates, things like that. They're also good sources of calcium. Some sources for iron are proteins and whole grains. Proteins also provide vitamin A, D, E, and B to our diet. Potassium comes from fruits and veggies, and then fruits and veggies also provide vitamin C, vitamin K, vitamin A. The key to meeting all our micronutrient needs is eating a well-rounded, balanced diet full of all the food groups. So now that you know how important these nutrients are for optimal health and how to obtain these nutrients, I just want to provide some signs for you to watch for if you're deficient in one or many micronutrients. Six common deficiencies are calcium, vitamin D, iron, magnesium, zinc, and potassium. Signs to look for include fatigue, weakness, shortness of breath, dizziness, if you're starting to bruise easily and if you're starting to lose a lot of hair or breaking your nails easily, and if your vision declines. Those are all signs of uh, micronutrient deficiency. To recap, today we learned about the differences in micronutrients between vitamins and minerals. We also learned what micronutrients do for our bodies, how to get them in our diet, and what to look for if you think you may be deficient in one of these nutrients. I hope you enjoyed listening. Until next time, this is Annie Fredrickson signing off for Nutrition Bits and Bites. Nutrition Bits and Bites is not meant as a substitute for physician's care. Check with your physician if you suspect you have any medical conditions that needs attention.